Thank you for tuning into the HAE Speaks podcast. This podcast is brought to you thanks to the support of the Hereditary Angioedema Association, a patient advocacy organization serving the needs of the HAE patient and caregiver community. Hello, and welcome to the May edition of the HAE Speaks podcast. Um, May is HAE month. Since May 16th is HAE Day, we are going to talk to a special guest today, Lisa, about HAE events that she has attended and also put together. So let's introduce Lisa. Hey, Lisa. Hi, Missy. How are you? Great. How are you? Good. Thanks for having me today. No problem. So my name is Lisa and I'm an HAE mom. My son, uh, 15-year-old son, Jack, was diagnosed with HAE when he was four and uh, we live in New Jersey. Welcome, Lisa. So there's a lot of Team Jack presence on social media. I see a lot of posts. Can you tell us a little bit about Team Jack and where it all started? Sure. So in... About seven years ago, uh, I happened to see a post online about a race called Show Your Swell in uh, Syracuse, New York. And I came home, it was a Mother's Day race. And I came home and and sat down at dinner that night and said, this is what we're doing for Mother's Day. Um, We're gonna go to this race and go, you know, check it out, see what it's about. So uh, then came up with the idea to create t-shirts, signature t-shirts, ask people for donations to either buy a shirt or even just sign on the shirt. uh, And the signatures were printed onto each t-shirt. So that first year we showed up at this race, not knowing what to expect in our Team Jack shirts. I think about eight or nine of us went, some friends and family joined me and We showed up in our shirts and everybody wanted to know what was Team Jack, not what was HAE, but what's Team Jack. It was a pretty critical point for us because not only did we meet the first person living with HAE, Jack had never met anybody besides his father before who had HAE. So we met someone his age that had HAE, which was a first for us. And at the same time, there was some staff from the HAE Association on hand who sort of discovered Jack at the time and really helped him to get involved with some of the youth advocacy programs that the association offers. Yeah, the association does offer a lot for the youth, especially in Jack's age. There's a lot of activities they can be involved in. And I'm so happy that Jack is is very involved in those activities. You guys were able to go to that 5K Did you continue going or what was the next step in the Team Jack history line? Yep, sure. So we did continue to support that race for, I think, four years that they had. And each year we were able to um, increase our presence as a team. You know, more people joined when they saw how much fun we were having going, going away for a short weekend. And we were able to increase the donations that we collected also. So that was, I think, about... Yeah, it was four years that that race went strong. And the following year, after the four years, they announced they weren't going to host the race anymore. And we were kind of lost. Like, what's next for Team Jack? That's kind of how we established ourselves. And we weren't really sure where to go from there. So around that time, we were invited to participate in a parade, the Cincinnati Reds opening day parade with Missy, with you and your family and some other HAE folks. 
which was a tremendous opportunity to go and raise awareness along with HAE Abbey team and a uh, great opportunity for Jack to meet other kids, for us to engage with other moms and patients. And so shortly, that was 2018, we came home pretty inspired and um, we have a parade in our town for St. Patrick's Day every year. And we just decided we would like to try to emulate on a small scale what, what was going on in Cincinnati. So a little background on the parade here. It was um, the St. Patrick's Day parade that was founded in 1995. And my father was one of the founders of this parade. So my family has been involved in that parade since 95 uh, at one level or another marching, uh, sometimes sitting on the sidelines with the baby in my arms, sometimes marching with, you know, multiple kids. But, you know, we've got the solid 20-something years of, a, of attending this in one way or another. So in 2019, I decided, that's when I decided, hey, I'd like to give this a try. Uh, I reached out to the parade committee that in town that, you know, just went online, found out who's in charge of the parade, who's and now because, you know, my father has st stepped back at that time and contacted them. Hey, is this something you'd be interested in? And typically it's, uh, you'll see brownie troops and bands and high schools, and you don't typically see an awareness group like this. So I wasn't sure if they would even, um, agree to let us march. So I reached out to them and they were very agreeable um, to let us march, which was exciting. And then it was sort of like, um, okay, now that you did this, now what? <laughs> so kind of uh, along each step of the way, I kind of had that, oh no, you're a little bit further in. Why did you do this? You know, like, But just, we took it step by step. I reached out to the HAEA um, to Mike and who's in patient engagement and asked him, what do we need to know? What do we need to do? He was able to get involved um, as far as with the local parade committee doing the application paperwork for us. Um, he also assisted us with um, some materials for decorating our float and banners for us to put on the float the day of the parade. And um, as you know, he and Troyce also uh, attended the event, which was great. And um, they were able to pair it with a meet and greet uh, the night before. So we got to meet some other people. Also the HA, I have to say, they did promote the event. And so there were some patients that we never met before from our area that did show up and attend the event, which was nice. So we basically, you know, we wanted to keep up the Team Jack t-shirt um, spirit. We always enjoyed that part of it. So we kind of switched up the logo, came up with the new design for Team Jack with, you know, shamrocks and for St. Patrick's Day. Um, but we did the same platform where we still sold t-shirts um, to raise the money and everybody wore their Team Jack t-shirts that day, all matching. And it was great fun. You know, friends and family all helped to decorate the flow. We were able to borrow a float from a friend, borrow a, uh, a tow, a flatbed to, to decorate. Um, and we had friends and family come and help us, you know, build the walls and decorate and all kinds of good stuff. Yeah. That was quite the journey for team Jack going from their first 5k, you guys not knowing anybody else really to meeting other people, discovering the HAEA at that first 5k and then being able to come down to Cincinnati into our parade. Um, where we travel through downtown Cincinnati, 
lots of media coverage on that one since it's mm -hmm. the first major league baseball game of the year usually. Um, and I'm glad that you guys left so inspired to continue Team Jack in your guys' own hometown and the parade that your dad helped helped start. So that's that's extra special there. I was able to attend mm -hmm. that parade as well. It was a fun time. Always, always supporting Team Jack. I wore my t-shirt with pride. That was awesome. So Mike was able to also help you in that to get the permits submitted for you and help you with the paperwork and provide you with some signage. So that way it wasn't all on you guys. So that's Correct. awesome. Signage and balloons and buttons and lots, <laughs> lots of, of stickers buttons. that, yeah, and lots of stickers we were able to decorate with it, it. It really worked out great. It was, it was really nice. And of course he offered any assistance we could need and we didn't know what we needed at the time, um, but it all worked out. That's great that he was able to help and give you somewhat of a, I'm a list person. So I like to have a list of these are what I need to do and to have that connection with the HAE and have that support that Mike was able to give you to get the parade undergoing and up and running. And then you guys just do the groundwork was an excellent relationship there, I would have to say. Absolutely. And I, I've done several events, small to large scale for the HAE over the years, and they really are always so incredibly supportive in everything that we've done with Team Jack. It's really been great. Yes, they are very supportive. And there's lots of, lots of ways to do DIY events on their website. And they just launched a brand new website. So if you haven't had a chance, Lisa, go check that out. They re, redid the whole HAEA.org and there's still that link to DIY events. And that'll get you in touch with Mike or whomever uh, that can assist anybody in creating their own HAE event. So you said that you had been involved in other HAE events, DIY projects. Can you talk about some of those? Sure. So um, the biggest one that I was involved in was called the Taste of Union. Um, it's a format like um, all the local restaurants come and you pay a fee at the door and you basically go around and taste all the foods of the town. And it's a fundraiser event. Every year they choose a recipient for the charity. And so most years it's always been... Um, trauma, a medical need, um, you know, outfitting a handicap van or something of that nature. Um, they had never done anything like this before, but I, I found out who was in charge locally. And I just reached out and explained what HAE is, how it affects people. Would they be willing to consider HAE for the event? And sure enough, they approved it. And um, I joined the committee and I'm actually still on the committee every year. And uh, that was a great event. It was televised. There were a lot of politicians there spreading the word, talking about it. Um, Jack, you know, got up to speak. Um, it was just, it was fabulous. There was a lot of advertising, a lot of um, opportunity for him to speak at town meetings and such. Um, and a lot of opportunity to teach people about what HAE is. That's awesome. Good for Jack. I like it. So we're currently, 
currently working with some local um, actors from Broadway on something where we've named Cabaret for a Cause. Um, so we have a friend of the family, a friend of Jack's, um, that has over the years been very supportive, has come to the 5Ks that we hosted here in New Jersey together with the HAE. And for many years, they've reached out and said they want to do more. They want to do more. What can they do? Uh, recently, Antonio Watson, who is this young Broadway star, um, decided he wanted to do this cabaret, a virtual cabaret for a cause and um, have the HAEA be the recipient of this and raise awareness. Um, so currently we've got, I think, 17 actors and actresses from Broadway, young stars, all participating. It is a virtual cabaret that will be featured on Antonio Watson's YouTube page on April 30th at 6 p.m. Eastern time. And uh, I think it's gonna be a great showcase of these young actors and actresses. Um, it's a great opportunity for each of them to use their platform also to raise awareness. Um, they have their own following and each one, you know, will have X amount of people viewing this and learning about HAE, which is terrific. This has been quite a whirlwind. We had some calls with the HAEA at the beginning with Mike and patient engagement and Lisa Facciola also with the youth, the youth element trying to get kids involved. Three of the performers are also HAE patients, which I think is spectacular. That is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so we're we are super excited about this. It's nothing I've ever done before. Um, they've helped us a lot. So the Antonio's momager, I call her, her his momager, she has been terrific in helping and getting all this. She got all the graphics done. She got press releases written and out there. Um, I've seen it pop up all over Facebook now, which is tremendous. I, I just can't imagine how successful this event's going to be and so much fun. Absolutely. And how many people you guys are going to be able to reach with this one event could be astronomical. It could just be absolutely so many people learning about HAE and also being entertained by amazing actresses and actors on Broadway. That's outstanding, Lisa. So what else is going on in your world that's so busy? You've got a lot it is going busy. on. It is busy. I did want to mention on a small scale, um, we have, I have an eight-year-old, uh, Jack's sister, Avery, and she goes to a Catholic school where they wear a uniform. And each month they do a dress down for a cause where you can pay any amount from a dollar to whatever you amount you'd like to donate to dress down for that day in regular clothes. And Avery wrote a letter to her principal and to the student council petitioning that they select HAEA for their May cause. And the principal responded to her that it was approved. So next month, we, in honor of HAE Day, we anticipate that the dress down call will be for the HAE cause. And Avery's very excited. It's something small. She's eight years old. You know, one little letter that she wrote on her own and reached out to her principal just really can make a difference. And that's just that many more people that will learn about HAE and be aware. Oh, that is so sweet that she thought of Jack and the HAEA and it benefits, you know, the, the school to be able to offer the kids that opportunity to get their voices heard and to reach out for causes that, that mean something to them. 
and yet they still get a, re a small reward for it. So that's awesome. Go Avery. Yeah. <laughs> so Lisa, you and your family have been super active in the HAE community, being involved in other events around the, the area and creating your own Avery going to school and getting some awareness at her school for dress down days. That's so amazing. I know lots of big things are on the horizon for Team Jack. I cannot wait to see what's next. And um, so I do want to ask you, if someone's thinking of possibly doing their own DIY event for the HAE, do you have any tips or advice you would give them? I think my biggest piece of advice is to just do it, start it, make that phone call to the HAE or email. If you're aware of, of an event in your neighborhood or something similar that just inspires you look for the inspiration really look for the inspiration in the events that are around you and most of the time it can seem very overwhelming to take on a project like this but it starts with one phone call or email to the HAEA they help you um, it can start with a phone call or an email locally also and just get the ball rolling and like I mentioned, again, it is can be overwhelming, but if you just take a little bit at a time, one step at a time, and in the end, the outcome is, you know, tremendous. I would say so. And Team Jack is definitely willing to take that step and uh, get the ball rolling in many different directions. So I can't wait again to see what's in store for Team Jack next. And thank you, Lisa, for joining the podcast today. Thank you, Missy. Thank you for tuning in to the HAE Speaks podcast. I would like to send a huge thank you to the HAEA, to Biochris Pharmaceuticals, Ionis Pharmaceuticals, and to CADA for sponsoring the HAE Speaks 2021 podcast series. I would like to also thank Michael G for the music and Michael C for the podcast editing. Please click the subscribe button on your favorite podcast platform so you can be notified when a new podcast becomes available. For more updates about the HAE Speaks podcast, or if you would like to connect with the HAE community and gather more information about HAE, please visit haeea.org. Also, you can follow the HAEA on social media within Facebook and Instagram at HAEA. Also, check out the HAEA Youth Created and Produced podcast series called Beyond HAE. Thank you again for listening to the HAE Speaks podcast. <laughs>